welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. This episode is brought to you by Sean Mills, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, Sergio and I will be discussing what the Metroid delay could mean for Animal Crossing Switch, weather in the next game, and how to play Animal Crossing as a working adult. So, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hello Chewie, I'm doing quite well. What about yourself? Pretty good. It's been a crazy week. Uh, so many things going on. I just quit my Splatoon team because I, I, I don't know. I'm the kind of person who likes to do everything. And sometimes everything is just too much, you know? Right. right. And so it just got to the point where I had to admit to myself that I am not going to be able to fit this in my schedule long term. So, yeah, I, I guess I, I had to call it quits. And then outside of that, uh, we reached a thousand subscribers. Can you believe that? Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> I it, it's insane how many, uh, it, and I'm noticing it like all around. Like all the videos are getting all these views and stuff, and <laughs> people just keep subscribing. And they a ton of people came and hung out on Saturday with us. Um, so that was really fun. What do you think of the live stream? Yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun, you know, playing New Leaf first in Mario Kart, a couple other Switch games. It was fun. And then having everyone, mostly from the chat, the YouTube chat, and from Discord just joining us on all the games, it was a ton of fun for sure. Yeah, I um, I can't do that every single weekend, but every once <laughs> in a while, <laughs> I think that's a fun thing to do, you know, like an all-day thing where we can play together. So, yes. yeah, hopefully in the future we'll be able to do that. Um, but, yeah, I want to say thanks to everybody who's subscribed on YouTube. It's super awesome. And everybody listening to the podcast on, like, all the platforms, I just can't believe it. You guys are awesome. I can't believe people are listening to this show and we would do it even if nobody was listening i feel like i say that every time i bring this up but we would i mean we just got to talk about this game <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so let's get into it um we got hit with some pretty big news this past week and that is that metroid is not just like getting delayed it is getting they're, they're just starting over completely yes. mm-hmm. Essentially is the word they used, essentially. <laughs> um, so what did you think seeing this? I know you are a Metroid Prime fan, so yeah, I just wanted to get your like perspective on that. Yeah, you know, I guess overall I like the transparency and the fact that they just, they were honest about it and they decided to do what, what I consider to be the right thing when, when a game is kind of going through a rough spot or a rough time maybe it's time to take a second look and it's better to delay a game instead of rushing it out even though it, it could not be the best game that they can possibly make they they decided not to update it down the road and they just said you know what this is not looking good we need to do big changes basically start from scratch and that's going to take a long time so this game is going to be really heavily delayed who knows when it's going to come out but Overall, I think it's going to be for the best. It's going to be Retro Studios working on it, and they have done a great job with the first three Metroid Prime games. So, you know, it's it's a little disappointing because it was a game that I was really looking forward to this year, and I know it's going to be amazing when it comes out. It's just, it's just going to be two or three years down the line. 
Yeah, and that's crazy to think about that. It just like, you know, we heard about it a year and a half ago, essentially, you know? Yes. And so people were starting to think, you know, it's been a while now. We should probably be seeing some footage of what they've got. Unfortunately, what they had was just not good, you know? <laughs> uh, or at least Nintendo felt it wasn't good. Mm -hmm. And so they've got to start over. But. I'd say a lot of the things that started popping up, especially throughout like the Animal Crossing community, was will they do this to Animal Crossing? And so, like, people are worried now. Like, if if a game like this can just get out of the blue, they make an announcement and they're like, "This is not, this is not going well. We got to start over. We're changing studios. It's gonna just be another two, three year wait before you see anything." You know? Yes. <laughs> So I think a lot of people just instantly started worrying, is this what Animal Crossing is going to? Because we're in a drought right now. We have not had a Nintendo Direct in so long. And expectations at this point are like they've got to show Animal Crossing, right? And as it's quieter and quieter, I mean, like Metroid, it was quiet this whole time. Yes. Like they never said anything. And then all of a sudden they dropped us with this. So what do you think? Do you think this could happen to Animal Crossing? I don't think so. In fact, I think this is this is better overall for Animal Crossing, and and it's for a bunch of reasons. So first of all, you know, Nintendo when they announced Animal Crossing for the Switch, they they were very specific. It's 2019. They didn't do that for Metroid. So if we didn't know the year, and and now we we know it's gonna be many years from now. So, but but like I said, for Animal Crossing Switch, they said 2019. I think I think it's a safe bet. Um, on the other, um, another reason why. So Nintendo knows that Animal Crossing fans have been waiting many years for, for a new entry. Same with Metroid. They have been waiting for a, a brand new entry. We recently got a remake, which was really good. But n not to be dismissing of Metroid, but Animal Crossing, it's a lot more mainstream. It's a bigger seller. It, it has a bigger fan base or at least a more consistent or or recent fan base so i think they they wouldn't do that to animal crossing especially like i said because it's been so many years since the last main entry and the last reason i have is that they wouldn't delay two big games in the same year that could be really even dangerous for them if if they start delaying many big projects people are going to be really concerned yeah you, you know what that last one's a really good point because you got to think like Nintendo is, you know, it's publicly traded. So there's, they have stocks, they have investors, they have people who are putting money toward that company, you know, mm -hmm. and seeing one game get delayed. Um, I guess, judging by the reaction, people are pretty happy with the transparency with this situation. Um, but if you see them do that with the second game, you're going to start to wonder, like, what is going on in right. Nintendo? What are... Why do these development teams seem to get give us? I, I they just seem like they're falling apart, you know. Yes. At mm -hmm. that point, and so that would you know that would cut into their investments, that would cut into their share price, that would cut into a lot of things that matter for a business of that size. Um, and then I also like what you were saying with them clearly stating that it's 2019. You mm -hmm. know. Yes. Um, Metroid like. The only announcement we got was, of course, like Metroid Prime for little logo animation type of thing. <laughs> right. And then it said, now in development for the Nintendo Switch. I think the, uh, those were the words. I feel like I saw that recently in like an yes. Arlo video or something. <laughs> but 
that that was essentially all even i'll go back even further where the first i guess nintendo switch game that was announced that has not been a bit it just hasn't come out yet is fire emblem and fire emblem that announcement said planned for 2018 right yes and like I always took that as oh you know they they're planning to try to finish it by then <laughs> things can happen along the way but you know you know plans change a lot um, so that I considered like oh you know what it, it could be 2018 it might be later but the, it, yes. it only ever said planned but the Animal Crossing thing like that said it had the classic Animal Crossing logo. There was the Nintendo Switch icon on the top right corner, and I may have looked this up before, so I know. And then underneath, <laughs> it just said 2019, right? Yes. And so personally, I just think Nintendo's a lot more confident in their progress with Animal Crossing. Because if you're putting a date like that, I feel like you're at a point where you, you know, you're close to finishing the game. You essentially have have the groundwork laid, you know what progress your team is making, and it's it's finishing touches stages, I would guess. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I mentioned this in a video recently, but Animal Crossing, the biggest thing, the biggest reason we got New Leaf so much later than Japan was localization. Hands down, it had to be localization. Yes. Um, there's so much dialogue in the game. Every single thing is written, you know? You have all of these items. You have all, everything the villagers say. You have their names. You have names of <laughs> furniture and all these things that go into just the dialogue alone. And so I think that's the big thing behind our wait with Animal Crossing too. Like, we've just been waiting for them to translate this game because the Switch is, uh, it's a console that is no longer region locked. Mm-hmm. So every major Nintendo game that comes out, like, has to come out simultaneously. Because then you run the risk of, like, if this game comes out in Japan first, if Animal Crossing comes out in Japan first, we're just going to be buying it in through the Japanese eShop. Yes, <laughs> you know? right, right. Um, I'm not going to wait. No way I'm going to (laughs) wait. Um, I would love to play it in English, but you know what? I've been wanting to learn Japanese too. So (laughs) what better time to start than this game? Um, so you could literally just switch your region, get the game. But the biggest thing I want to say is that just like they're, they're at a point with Animal Crossing where they were confident enough to say a date that seems to tell me that they're confident enough in where they are in the game. They're not, like, rethinking it completely like this Metroid situation, right. you know? Right, mm-hmm. Um I, I But I, I think a lot of people are just worried about a delay in general. I don't think this will stop us from getting a delay, for example. Like, if, if Animal Crossing is going to get delayed, it'll get delayed, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing to stop it, but it won't be like a two to three year delay which we're most likely going to see with metroid right like it's going to be i don't know half a year i i would guess um Hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean i feel like a delay for animal crossing would just be like oh yeah we still got some things to translate in europe because they have i don't know a million (laughs) different languages that are spoken through all the countries there so yeah, I think that's a big thing. And you said something about Metroid, and I don't remember, but that was the main stuff I was thinking. <laughs> right, right. In 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 on you know uh, also a, a side effect, I guess, of this delay is that 
Nintendo has one less game to focus on for this year. So that gives more opportunity to sh to showcase Animal Crossing sooner. Let let's say they were planning a direct for either February or March and maybe if if Metroid was well along in development they might say, "You know what? This is a game that we announced before Animal Crossing. This is uh, uh people are expecting this one. Let's show this one first." And now that it's it's not even in the radar basically, at least for a couple of years then it's more likely to actually show Animal Crossing. So on, you know, on that side of the equation, at least Animal Crossing has a potentially more exposure. You just gave me a thought. And my thinking is that this may have been the reason that Nintendo just like didn't have a direct this year. I'm guessing, my guess at this point is that they just saw this footage for the first time recently. And, and then they're saying to themselves, you know what? We don't think this is the game we wanted to make, <laughs> you <Right>. know? <laughs> and so I'm thinking people probably saw it and they're like, uh-oh, we were going to show this at this Direct in right. a couple weeks. Good thing we only, we announced these two days in advance, you know? Because <laughs> uh, otherwise we'd be in trouble. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, uh, I did remember the other thing that you said. You mentioned about, like, sales between Metroid and Animal Crossing. And I, and I feel like a lot of people don't talk about this, but Animal Crossing is a pretty evergreen title. And the, one of the mm -hmm. biggest advantages that it has over, like, other games is that it isn't really a, a continuing game. I was going to say it a series but it is part of a series. Right. But it's not a game that like really um I guess depends on you playing previous entries. Oh right. Like you mm -hmm. can hop into any Animal Crossing game and you'd be fine. It wouldn't make a difference. Um mm -hmm. I mean what you would find would be different. Yes, but for the players themselves like it it just doesn't make a difference. Like Metroid Prime 4 that's like you're coming off of a three game streak here. Right. Like you're you're diving right at the end of this history right now. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and so you know, like those follow up game sequels and that type of thing. I feel like a lot of the sales are deterred just based on people going like, "Oh, well, I haven't played the previous game. I don't know if I should buy this one." You know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Whereas Animal Crossing everybody's just going to say, look, go buy it. Like, you need to play an Animal Crossing game. <laughs> um, and you can play any of them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that that was the one thing that you mentioned that I'd forgotten to say anything about. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. That's true. Yeah, so, I don't know. Overall, I think this news just feels to me like it, it's something that Nintendo wanted to get out there before this direct, whatever the, whenever their direct is. It just felt like, okay, a lot of people are going to be expecting to see this game, and it makes sense, you know? Yes. Like, it's been a year and a half, people are expecting to see it, and they knew that. I mean, they're, they've got people who are clearly on top of the internet and watching what people are saying, because how else can they always trick us? Like, they know exactly what we're thinking, so... <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, they they had to put this news out, and I don't know, it just makes me feel like there must be a direct coming really soon, and they had to get this news out before people were disappointed, essentially. You yes. Know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what do you think? Are you thinking, 
I uh, I don't know. I want to say this week. Um, oh, wow. I guess it's Tuesday <laughs> when everybody's listening to everything. Because I think at this point, everybody's expecting February. But I was just saying, Nintendo's got people. Like, they're they're watching the internet. They know what people are thinking. Right. And they're like, okay, now that everybody thinks it's February, last day of January, <laughs> January 31st. <laughs> And, you know, because uh, that would be the most Nintendo thing to do. Right, right. Yeah, and, and January 31st has a nice ring to it for, for our direct. You know, I, I'm still sticking with March. I think March would be, early March is a good time for a direct. But if if there is potential for February, it would be to sort of calm, calm the people down that might be still disappointed because of the delay. And they might be wanting to see, okay, well, what are we getting this year? Can you show us Fire Emblem? Can you show us Animal Crossing? Can you, can you show us something new, like a nice surprise? So, you know, it's disappointing. I wish Metroid Prime 4 was well in development and everything was looking good so that potentially we could get both games this year. But I'm, I'm just going to stay with the positive and, and realize that the delay of Metro Prime 4 is, in a way, it's good news for Animal Crossing. So I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with that. Yeah, I do like that you kind of focused on the, now that there's le- there's kind of less to talk about this year, there can be a huge focus on Animal Crossing. Right. Um, which I, I, I think it's going to be good for Nintendo, really. Like, it's such a great casual game. And essentially... I don't know. It's just a good casual game that gets a lot of people like there's core gamers that love Animal Crossing. There's casual gamers that love Animal Crossing and it's going to bring a lot of people together. So I don't mm. know. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So did you have anything else to say about this before we jump into our next topic? No, I, I think that's it. You know, it, it's good for Animal Crossing, but we're going to be waiting for Metro Prime 4 still. <laughs> Yeah, I know you're disappointed because uh, you're waiting for it. So yes. <laughs> it's rough. I, I guess that gives me time to play some of the older games. Oh, that's a, that's a great point, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, not bad from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our next topic, and that is weather in Animal Crossing Switch. And so um, I think this came up a little bit in the comments to my video about like features that people wanted and we've even talked about it a bit in discord you know yes um, but I uh, but I always like to think about weather in Animal Crossing because you know what I love I just love a rainy day in Animal Crossing it's so <laughs> delightful the the little the sounds that you get of the raindrops like hitting the ground and everything and then the music changes yes. um yeah and, and just like a fun little thing so there's like a song that plays in population growing when it rains like it's always the same song it's like do 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 you know that one yeah <laughs> and and that one always plays but the other um the other games kind of do like a rainy version of whatever the hourly song is yes, right right mm-hmm. yeah which is also nice it's so it, uh, <laughs> the time to that you spend just to record 24 tracks in a totally like different sound <laughs> That that's dedication. Yes. Tota KK deserves all the respect in the world. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's uh he's doing some magical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I 
also like real life rainy days are great like you just curl up into a little ball under some blankets and play some animal crossing (laughs) delightful such a great time um but anyways i wanted to talk about some weather patterns that i guess currently exist in animal crossing off the top of your head what which ones stand out to you just rain, like rainy day in heaven. It, you know when, when it goes away, like one hour it's raining, then it goes away, and then it comes back. Like just, just having it change around, that, that's the best part. Yeah, I. you know what? We're, let's talk about that a little bit because uh, I'm probably jumping ahead because we want to talk about like how the weather is going to change or how we would like to see the weather change right. in the next game, you know? and. It it was always kind of funny to me that the weather would change, like, hourly, like, on the hour. Um, (laughs) Right. It'd be interesting to see it, like, just kind of be more dynamic, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's 1.17 p.m., and then all of a sudden it starts raining, you know? Yes. Um, Instead of it being tied to, like, oh, just at this portion of the day, this is when it changes, and it's going to be this for the entire hour, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess it'd be nice to see it vary like that. Mm, that, that that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like, what do you? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I guess I just would like to see it be not predictable because weather is not really predictable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that would be nice. I, I would like that. I guess my my initial concern was about the music. But, you know, Nintendo is an expert at, at doing songs that change whenever something changes. And it is basically real time. I'm just like right away I'm thinking in Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at least, when you're in first place, there's a couple of instruments playing. It's it's a different version of the song basically. And, you know, that can happen here and there. And it, the next second you're in eighth place because that's Mario Kart. <laughs> so, yeah, it, you know, it uh, could definitely make it work for Animal Crossing. It could change whenever it starts raining. Yeah, exactly. And people, like, uh, sometimes I'm playing a game and I'm just amazed by the things I'm hearing. And uh, I guess the most recent game that happened to me in was Greece. Um, Mm. Have you gotten to play through that yet? I have not. That's a good reminder. I need to. (laughs) Yeah, it's a beautiful game. But eventually, like, you're, you're kind of going further in this world and kind of bringing things back to it. But at some point you kind of have swimming and water in it. And whenever you like jump up and land into the water, everything like kind of changes and you can feel it in your ears Mm. when the sound changes, when you jump into water. And so I don't know. So yeah, I guess that's just my roundabout way of saying like, yeah, Nintendo's really good at like sound design things too. So Mm -hmm. I feel like they could make a world that would easily adopt that thing. And that's just like programming. Like, oh, when it starts raining, you know, transition the music into this version. Yes. And uh, they should be able to do that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I guess we went off track for a second, but here are the weather patterns that currently exist in Animal Crossing. We've got sunny days with a range of varying cloud levels. So, like, you could have just a little streak of tiny clouds, you know, (laughs) all the way to, like, a really overcast day, you know? (laughs) And then you've got the rain, of course. You've got some thunderstorms, which are pretty rare. Um, I feel like thunderstorms were introduced in Wild World. 
Um, ah, yes. Because you, mm-hmm. yeah, because it was like focused on the top. The top screen was the sky the yes. whole time. And so when you saw the sky, you could see like the little lightning bolts come out. I loved thunderstorms <laughs> in that game, um, but I was also worried for my character. I didn't want to get shocked by lightning. <laughs> I've seen it to happen happen to Link in Breath of the Wild. It's pretty deadly. <laughs> um, and then you have like rainbows on a good day. Sometimes a yes. double rainbow, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, you have snow, of course, and then. I guess I kind of counted meteor showers. And then there's one that you don't see too often, but you can have some foggy days in Animal Crossing, Um, which I don't I feel like I don't notice them as much. Like I'm just ready for it to be on Switch where you can like tell that it's foggy, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Um, So yeah, that's, that's kind of what exists at this point. So I think with the Switch coming, we have some more, I guess, subtle touches that could improve the weather in the game, you know? Yes. (laughs) Um, So I I came up with like a list of weather types that they could add. And so there's sleet, which is, I think would be a good one, like in late fall, early winter, where it's like not quite cold enough to be snow all the way, Mm -hmm. but... But it is cold enough to have, like, some, like, ice in it, you know? Right, yes. Yeah, so I think that would be cool. Hail. And hail would be fun because, you know, like, when it hails, it's always just, like, a quick drop of hail. Like, it happens for not very long, but just all of a sudden (laughs) it's really loud and you hear all the clanging on the rooftop and everything. And you're running inside because you don't want to be pelted by giant hail. (laughs) so that one's one and then wind in general like there there is wind in the game but you can't really tell you know mm-hmm. like i want to i want to feel the wind i want to feel like it's windy <laughs> yeah even even i would go as far as say like if you walk a certain direction you're you're walking a little bit slower because it's so windy that would be really cool. And then, like, I want to see it, like, in the trees, you know. I want to yes. see them blowing side to side because they're, like, getting pushed around. And they're, like, stop pushing me, wind. And the wind's, like, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And, and your, then I was your also. clothes and your accessories and also the villagers, too. Everything should react to wind. Yeah, that uh, and your hair too. Yes. Because, uh, you know, that's the most annoying part about wind <laughs> when your hair is just like blowing in your face and it's all itchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you think of any other like, um, I guess, uh, different weather types that we could see? So th- there's one for me and it's really, really rare in real life. So I, I would want it to be as rare in the game as well. But basically, I really like it when it's actually, when, when you are under rainfall, but there's also sunlight because it's only raining basically where you are or on, on, on one side of, of where you are. And then on the other side, it's kind of clear. and You can actually see sunlight. You can even see the sun. You know, it doesn't happen too often, at least not here in California for sure because it hardly ever rains anyway. So something like that, I think that would be amazing in the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally getting those days. Like I've 
I grew up where you grew up pretty much. So I know what that's like. And, you know, it also made me think of like, you know, those days where it's pretty cloudy, but then like the sun's beaming through some yes. parts of the clouds and you can see like the sun rays, you know, um, I think that'd be pretty nice. But yeah, I like the idea of like still having a sunny-ish day, but having some rain still dropping around. Yes, and, and like you said, the, the shadows there, when when there are clouds, the shadows could be like sort of a little bit enhanced or like more intense. So there's more contrast between the clouds, the shadows, and the sunlight. That, that, would, be, that would look really nice. Yeah, and then being able to see like, oh, I'm kind of under some cloud cover because this part of my town's a little bit shady. And then yes. you walk to the other side of your town and it's a little bit sunny. And yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> This game is going to look visually amazing. I've, that, that's all I will settle for at this point. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought of some, like, seasonal, uh, or I guess I thought of how they could improve the weather. Mm. And I'd really like, I guess, more seasonal effects of the weather. Like, a, a sunny day during the winter is still pretty cold, you know? Yes. Whereas, like, a sunny day during the summer is very hot, and so I, I think the only time you really see your character react to the hot or the cold is like when you walk out of your house and you're wearing a sweater and it's summer and then they're like, whew, it is hot. Right. And they kind of wave <laughs> themselves down, you know, and then during the winter, you do some shivers yes. at points <laughs> and then you'll even do some shivering when you come out of the ocean after you've swum and or you went for yeah. a swim and then you come out and then you start shivering because it's cold. <laughs> um, I guess I'd like to see more of the characters just have be affected by the weather. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I want to see them if it's hot outside and I'm still wearing my sweater. I just want to see myself slowly turning red or like sweat coming <laughs> off my my head because it's so hot you know <laughs> yeah um yeah so i want to see that kind of thing i'd also love to see them improve the fog because i was looking and I was, uh, the fog looks okay in the current and like new leaf it looks all right mm -hmm. but it's just a 3ds screen i get it you can't really you, you can only do so much but right, right. <laughs> i wanted to feel like some of your town is hidden and Ooh. you can't really see all of it because it's so foggy and I, I don't know, I guess it makes me makes me think of the population growing days where you don't see every acre at once. Ooh, um, you right. kind of scroll and then every new step you take feels like, oh, I can't believe I saw this in this place. Um, for example, during the summer tents can pop up and people are camping in your village and then you run into them and you're all oh what a nice surprise when I got here and I feel like you'd get that same kind of thing if there were to be an improvement on how the fog works where you can't see your whole town at once and then you walk up and you're like oh wow look at this right here that's pretty <laughs> magical <laughs> yeah imagine having to find the diggy spots when, when it's foggy <laughs> that would be tricky in playing hide and seek Oh, yeah, that would be a really <laughs> prime time for hide and seek. And it would, yeah, I think that would be a big challenge too, finding your fossils. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, because y- you have to be that much more thorough looking right. for everything, <laughs> um, which is nice. It's nice to get a nice change of pace in yes. the game. Yeah, which is usually just right. The pace is great in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Um, the other thing I want to see is when it rains, I want to see like puddle, uh, puddles start to form yeah. and water start like running down paths. Like I always think of, um, sidewalks, for example. And when it rains, you start to see water going down into the sewage, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can place like a little paper boat that you make and watch it go down <laughs> and everything. Um, it would just be nice to see those types of things in Animal Crossing, um, especially the puddles. I want to jump around in puddles in the game. <laughs> and I want to see it like clearly drip off of like trees and buildings and things because um, uh, people have rain gutters and the yes. roof will, you know, be directing the water away from the home and yeah, it'd be nice to see little homes with rain gutters spouting water somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm even thinking maybe you and the villagers could sort of drag mud onto patterns on the floor. You, you know, I think that's fine as long as they go away away with the rain itself. You, you know, you don't have to spend like the next day just cleaning the paths. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would uh, that would be a hassle. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I guess I wonder what they would do. And even like tracking mud into a building or something, or at least you you put like a mat down and then you right. notice, oh, it's gotten kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that would all be really fun. And then for the snow, when it snows, I want to, when it snows and you first walk outside and everything's just like perfectly untouched and then you take steps into it and you start forming footprints everywhere as you walk around you know (laughs) um it it would just be cool to like walk out of your home and then start creating paths in the snow and maybe seeing it kind of disappear where you walk more often a little bit quicker right you know um yeah because because that's just how it works it'd be cool (laughs) to like it winter is it just a good time to make those like animal tracks and make them like really nice throughout your town? Yeah, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I I think in winter you don't necessarily walk slower than you do throughout during the rest of the year. And I think that should that should happen. Yeah, I mean, people have trouble walking through the snow. Yeah. Maybe you can get like snowshoes. And it'll speed you up a little Ooh, bit. There you go. <laughs> but like, it, it, it would be nice to like have some incentive to dress your character for the season. Right, right. And I guess like seeing them shiver constantly would be a nice yes. little reminder that you are not prepared for the weather <laughs> outside. You better buy some snow boots. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, and thinking about that, and maybe this is a conversation for later, but you, you can go off of it if you want. But like. Kicks, he sells his shoes, and, you know, there's only one style of snow boots that you can get. Like, what if we can get, like, all these different styles of snow boots now? Yeah. And, like, he has more seasonal items in stock. Um, So it's winter, and he's like, oh, I better bring out, like, the boots and snowshoes and all of that type of thing, because that's what people need to wear right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's the key word, needing to, to wear it. I think you, you brought up a really good point that you should need to actually do that. Like, if you don't, your character will shiver so much. And 
I don't know. I'm thinking maybe even they would say something like, I just don't feel like, you know, just going around shaking trees because I'm just too cold. I'm not I'm not ready to be outside in this weather the way I'm dressed right now. So, you know, that, that might be an optional feature, but I think something like that could be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think ultimately people want to not be hindered when they play the game. Right. And so I, I, I wouldn't want it to be too troublesome, but I do want it to like at least reward the people who are, you know, taking right. it kind of seriously, <laughs> taking it like, oh, my character is cold. I need to save them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it'd be overall better like as a reward and not need to like punish people yeah. for not playing along. Because you can wear your t-shirt and shorts in the snow. It's fine. <laughs> it's just a video game character. But what if, if they're shivering and turning blue? <laughs> it might make you rethink that right. a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so was there anything else you were thinking with weather? No, that's it. Well, for, for the snow, like I said, I want to see different levels of it. I don't want it to be snowy all the time. There could be some green still and it could go back and forth throughout the winter but yeah definitely there's so much they can do and, and i'm sure if nintendo works on the weather they're gonna do things that we haven't even thought about and i cannot wait to find out yeah and we did i think that was last week's podcast right when you yes. were mentioning that snow stuff and right. i still think that's great because like i said like the holly bushes are some of my favorite ones and you get to enjoy the berries on them for I don't know, a week or so, and then it starts snowing, and then everything's covered in snow. And as soon as it's covered in snow, it's just, you can't see the berries anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, now I have to wait till, like, the last week of winter, and then I can see these berries. Right. Which are super nice. They look really great. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I would like to see the weather be a bit more dynamic. Like if it's been sunnier and a bit warmer during the day. Um, now I'm just thinking we need a weather channel <laughs> in the game. <laughs> um, there technically kind of is. I think one of the hours the TVs play like a weather station and it'll oh. tell you what the weather is going to be tomorrow. Um, I think that's how it works in New Leaf. But... Yeah, I don't know. We, we need some good, solid weather station <laughs> that tells us the winter winter is going to be pretty rough. <laughs> it's going to be real cold. There's going to be lots of snow on the ground for a majority of it. Um, but there's there could still be days where there's not as much snow. You right, know? exactly. Um, yeah, because I was remembering, too, in... Um, I th do we get weather reports in New Leaf? Because I know we get them in population growing. What I remember is the weather station, which which is a public works project. That's that's as far as I remember in, in terms of weather. Okay, because in the in population growing, when you you would go to the bulletin board, for example, the bulletin board would just be like, uh, I think there was like a May mm. rainy season warning, you know. Um, like this is the start of the rainy season, everybody. Yes. Get your umbrellas out. Um, so I don't remember if it did that in New Leaf. No, uh, New Leaf did that as well. Yes. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would just like to see the game embrace weather a little bit more, and maybe every month we get a little warning about the weather. <laughs> right. Right. 
Yeah, they're like, it's July. It's going to be really hot. So <laughs> wear your sandals. Go barefoot like Sergio. <laughs> um, actually, I don't know. I feel like if it's hot, it's just going to burn my feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be sad. <laughs> Maybe your your character would run around even faster if they oh. were barefoot because they want to not touch the ground for right. too long. <laughs> so that could be a thing. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, I I don't know. I think the weather's fun. Like for me right now, it is winter in real life and there's still snow in front of my place, but Ooh. it's not like completely covering everything. Like we can see our sidewalk and stuff. Um so, yeah, I'd just like to make really cool paths in the snow. <laughs> and maybe yeah. make a snow angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be that would be great. Yeah, definitely. And you know, they they could really be specific as to where where you are in the game or where where you live in real life and, and change it to that. For me here, it was really hot today, unusually hot for January. I even had to turn on my AC, my Animal Crossing, <laughs> no, my air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got really hot um, earlier today. Yeah, it was pretty warm here too. Like it was chilly, but I just walked outside with my t-shirt whenever I was taking out the trash we did a lot of chores today but when i take out the trash i'd just walk out with a t-shirt and i'd be like it's cold but it i can wear a t-shirt <laughs> and not freeze to death <laughs> right right <laughs> so yeah it would be interesting but also I, I, let's talk about this for a little bit this is a good thing to talk about <laughs> because i feel like this comes up with a lot of people but they always say it would be cool if in animal crossing the weather matched where you were hmm and the counter argument to that for a lot of people is, well, some of us live in Southern California and it doesn't snow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just never going to see Animal Crossing in the snow. And I think that's really tough. Yes. Um, so I don't know. I guess how would you feel about that if it were tied to your region? No, I think that, I mean, that would be a change, but... I don't think that would be for the best. I think maybe if it's an option and you can decide, yes, I want it by location or no, I want it based on what the game has now, which is basically very extreme summer, extreme winter. Or if you just want to do it random or maybe if you can just do like a selection, you know, I want really hot winters if that makes sense like no snow or very little snow or i just want all the snow and it would be interesting it's 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 interesting to sort of how, how do you how do you decide how to do that and it, the this reminds me um so the recent video i made was about what fans want to see in animal crossing switch mm -hmm. and somebody mentioned that they want to be able to choose their hemisphere um in this case like instead of Animal Crossing's focused around the Northern Hemisphere. So people in the Southern Hemisphere from like South America, Australia, those places, mm -hmm. um, they get the weather patterns that don't correspond with their half of the world. And yes. so right now it's winter, Animal Crossing's all snowy, but they're playing and it's summer for them, but it's still all snowy. Um, so... It, when you say like having choosing to have like a hot winter, my imagination is like, well, choosing your hemisphere, like if you're on the lower half of the world or, you know, I guess there is not really a lower. 
it's floating in space. There's no right. up or down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're in that southern hemisphere, then you should be able to pick that and have the weather patterns that match your half of the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think I would like that. I, I would like to have a little bit more of an option for the type of weather patterns I'll find throughout the year. Because, yeah, at some point they just don't match <laughs> yeah. for people. And yeah, that's right. A I would say that's that's a bit of an oversight in, in terms of New Leaf. I, I'm, I would be a little more lenient on the older games, you know, because the internet wasn't so prominent and, and there weren't so many player choices. But, but in New Leaf, I think you should have been able to select your hemisphere. And, and definitely for the next one, I think that should be something that they, I'm pretty certain that developers are, are going to take notice of that. Yeah, I really hope they do. And I don't know, it could also be just an update to the game later. Because Mm -hmm. we're also living in a world where things can be updated pretty easily. And I don't know, this may be, this could be the first Animal Crossing with some premium DLC, which, you know, we Mm -hmm. pay for. And I don't I, I still wonder what they could do with that. But yeah, it's just a pretty advanced gaming landscape at this point and yes. games can be patched and new things can be added at any time essentially yeah so yeah i'm i'm excited to see what happens with this i can't believe we haven't seen it yet i'm uh, i just i don't want to <laughs> wait till march but if i have to i will <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and hop into our next category, and that is playing Animal Crossing as a working adult. So I think a lot of our listeners, because this is a podcast, are probably working adults, and uh, perhaps a lot of the time that you spend listening to this show is on a commute to work, you know, (laughs) or walking a dog, or just while you're doing something, but you are essentially at an age where you have a lot of things that you have to do and probably not as much time to play video games as before. Right. (laughs) Um, And this could be true even for like people in college, people in school. Um, I know a lot of people say summer is a really great time for Animal Crossing because kids can just like really commit their time to it. (laughs) Yes. During the summer. Um, they're not in school but regardless there are a lot of things that go into your schedule that may keep you from playing the game so a friend of mine asked as working adults how will we play the game since it is real time Um, because yeah the real time aspect is a pretty huge part of the game you and I were not time traveling Um, right we're planning to play without time traveling so yeah I guess how are you going to play this game as a working adult yeah, you know, it's very tough because we don't play a little bit. <laughs> we play a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's and, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but there's still so many other things to do. And, and most of them, you cannot really postpone them. So you have to you have to find the right balance. And I think for me, this time around, actually, it's going to be a little bit different than, than New Leaf. So for, for New Leaf, I was working full time. I was working a little bit less than I do now. And nowadays, I work an extra hour of work, in, at least for the foreseeable future. So I think this time I'm actually going with the Night Owl Ordinance. I'm assuming, you know, ordinances are going to come back and they're going to work similarly. Because by the time I get home and after I have dinner, it's basically 7 p.m. So 
I would prefer to start playing at that time and, and, you know, play for many, many hours. So definitely Night Owl is going to be better for me. The the big change that I can already foresee and I'm ready to make it, it's a sacrifice, but Animal Crossing deserves it. I may have to stop waking up close to 4 a.m. to to play Rocket League because I'm going to be playing Animal Crossing now and I just don't think there's going to be a lot to do especially if I have the Night Owl ordinance, everyone is going to be asleep. And like I said, you know, there might be a couple of things for me to do, like work on patterns or work with the flowers or just catch fish and bugs. But I think, yeah, I think it's going to be time to start waking up later so I can stay up playing later. Yeah, you're you're making, uh, there's so much that you just said. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the Night Owl ordinance, I think is a good solution for people who are, you know, they work the nine to five, you get home after a commute, you make dinner, you eat, you get settled, and then all of a sudden it's eight o'clock and the shops are closed. Yeah. That's, uh, you can't deal with that your whole <laughs> life. Um, so yeah, like the Night Owl ordinance is a good solution for people in general who are working um, you get home, and by the time you're ready to play, nothing's closed yet. Like, you can still do the things that you wanted to do. Yes. And you, say you find some fossils, and you really needed them because they were some extra ones you've already donated, but the shop's closed, and you can't sell them. And so you needed that money to pay off your house, and you <laughs> wanted a new, a bigger house in the morning. That, <laughs> oh, that yeah. whole scenario right there, without the Night Owl Ordinance you would be just stuck. Right, right. <laughs> and this would like, it would just be an annoyance, you know, when you try to play the game and you can't really do the things that are part of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty crazy. Like, it, it's funny to think that, like, there are inconvenient times to play Animal Crossing <laughs> <laughs> um, just because of the real-time clock. Um, because... I don't know, uh, uh, during the day, you're doing your stuff. It's like how a bunch of things are open till 5, and say it's a post office, for example, and you need to mail this letter, but it's closed literally every day that be that you can take it because you're right. at work during that right, time. Right, exactly. <laughs> and Animal Crossing can fall into that trap. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing you mentioned is changing your sleeping schedule and Sergio, I, I worry about you still. <laughs> yeah. You got to get some sleep, buddy. <laughs> I don't want you waking up at four. Uh, it, it's, you're not getting enough sleep and I worry about that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You can keep doing well. You keep. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> notice I said I'm changing. I'm not, I didn't say I'm, I'm going to add more sleep. Well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> That's true. You could just stay up late playing Animal Crossing <laughs> with your Night Owl ordinance now. Right. <laughs> and then you just wake up a little bit later. But right, it right. doesn't change much. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess um, for me, I'm thinking that I'll probably wake up and then, I don't know, uh, I feel like I, I'd be in the habit where I'd wake up and first thing... I do right now is usually open up Twitter, but now I think I'll just open up Animal Crossing yes. <laughs> and see what's going on in my town. Um, probably water some flowers, you know, just do some little tasks and stuff um, right. in the morning and then get dressed, go to work, but also still take the game and play during my lunch break. Um, nice. 
right now I do like a short lunch break, usually just like half an hour, um, sometimes a little shorter. Um, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm just eating some food and then I can get back to work because then I don't have to stay there as long as I would if I took like a full mm. hour break. You right, know? right. Um, but now I'm just like, well, you know, maybe I'll just get to work at 8.30 and then get in a whole hour mm. for lunch and play Animal Crossing the whole time because I eat in like 10 minutes or so and then right. just like watch some YouTube <laughs> usually. But now I can eat in 10 minutes and then get 50 minutes of Animal Crossing while <laughs> the shops are open, villagers are awake. Like that's prime time, the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's my plan to get like a little bit more time in and then I'll probably come home and I think for the first month I'm just going to want to like stream it the whole time and just be like, hey, everybody, it's time to play another day of Animal Crossing. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's that's what I'm hoping to do. Um, cool. That's to awesome. To get it in. You know, uh, for, for me and, and lunchtime, it's really strange. For some reason, I just don't find myself. I guess motivated enough to to play games during my lunch. You know, I I could, but even for newly, if I just didn't, I I like to you know I eat my lunch and then I kind of prefer to to spend my lunch break catching up on video game news first, and then on social media and now with Discord especially, it it's always it's always fun for me to to catch up and, and converse with our listeners and with everyone. So I think I'm gonna keep doing that, especially because like I said, I want to start. At least for for the first couple of months, I want to be recording all my gameplay. So I really don't want to play my Switch if I'm not recording. So I think that's fine. I, I think I'm going to keep my tradition of just not playing during lunch. I, I know it's basically going 10 hours without playing Animal Crossing, but I, I think I can manage. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be on our Discord, you know, so I'm going to be filling in and getting my AC content that way. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And I I'm you, the other exciting thing is like you're going to be able to record 30 second clips hopefully. And then people are hopefully. probably going to be sharing tons of those and Ooh. you'll be able to see all these cool things, but yeah, I guess um yeah, uh, being a working adult can be like tough to find that gaming time. Um and you know, for us Right now, we don't have kids, <laughs> so right. it's not like there's a whole lot of factors going into our lives that could get in the way outside of just, like, we work at some scheduled hours, but I don't know. I, even going to school and stuff, I'd get home in high school around 4.30, 5.30 if I had, like, soccer practice or something. And I'd just be playing in the evening regardless. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I still see myself kind of getting home. And because I'm done with whatever I was responsible with, I can just take some time to relax with some Animal Crossing. So that's what I kind of plan on doing. Just uh, just doing my daily things and then getting home and being like, all right, I'm going to eat some dinner and then probably play some Animal Crossing for a little while, and I'll feel good for the day. <laughs> right, right. And, and, you know, for anyone that has 
a lot more things going on. You work and you go to school or you might have kids or all three or many different other variations. And, and you don't have as much time or even for us, you know, if anything changes and we find ourselves really short on Animal Crossing time. I just want to sort of remind everyone that there's no rush. Animal Crossing, it's a game that you play at your own pace as long as you play a little bit every day. And even then, if even if you're not able to do that, there's definitely no rush. And think about the fact that there's always next year. If if you're focusing on a goal that happens like at a certain couple of months, like catching a certain bug or or, or, or if you want to experience a holiday or, or a series of events, there's always next year or the year after that. We're going to be playing this game for years. So no rush. T take it easy. You know, focus on, on what's important. But Animal Crossing is important. So it's just finding the right balance. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like um, there it's a game that continues going and if you miss something it's it's you just wait a year it's gonna come back <laughs> and you know the, this also reminded me with for example you doing the night owl ordinance there are people who just set their clock so it's i don't know instead of 10 15 p.m like it is for me right now mm -hmm. it'll be like 6 15 p.m like they just set their clock back four hours and you know they essentially know that around this time every night this is when i can finally wind down and have my time like right. i think it's okay to set your animal crossing to a time that's convenient for you to play yes um and then, like, once you know that schedule, once you know when you'll be able to play the game, like, it's pretty easy to just pick the time and stick to that, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, and I, I do like that aspect of just waiting, because <laughs> I've missed... <laughs> Bug, I missed Bugs in New Leaf in the first yes. year, and I was like, well, it looks like I'm just going to have to play this for another year. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> um but yeah, and it all—it was also making me think, like, I was thinking about this earlier today, where I'm kind of worried, because there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be able to play the game a lot more than I can, just because, you know, they don't have to go to work every day, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so those people, when I stream, I imagine they're going to be trying to be helpful and stuff. And they're going to be like, oh, if you do this, you'll get this. And that that's my biggest worry because I don't really want to be, like, directed to through everything. Yes. I just want to, like, experience it. Right. And if right. I miss something, that's fine. I'm going to be playing for years. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm okay with missing it. That's fine. I, I'm just going to wait. And because i don't know it's just fun having something to look forward to where you're like oh i totally messed up this season now <laughs> i have to wait but i'm looking forward to it like now yeah. i know when i get through <laughs> this winter it's going to it's going to be all these new things that i get to go for and then it's not over then like i still have to wait to summer <laughs> right right but, exactly yeah so i don't know I think it's fine to be doing that. But also you kind of mentioned, I guess I didn't go into my background because this is going to be the first game that's very different for me mm. um, in terms of where I am in life. For example, Population Growing came out and and I think I was in, I was a kid. <laughs> I was for sure a kid, but I don't, I played it for the first time as a teenager. I was a freshman in high school and that was the first time I played Animal Crossing. Um, 
And then after that, Wild World was probably the next year. Like, I, I'm i surprised at how little time I got with population growing compared right, to, like, right. how much of an effect it had on my life, you know? Um, <laughs> but I was still in high school for Wild World and, I think, City Folk, too. Um, so yes, all three of those sense. games were, like, high school games for me. And then all of a sudden, Animal Crossing, I'm still in school, but it's just college. And mm-hmm. my time's even better to play Animal Crossing <laughs> yes, at that point. Exactly. <laughs> it was prime time. Like I had classes um, in the morning and then in the evening and then in the middle of the day. I just had Animal Crossing time. <laughs> um, so now this is the first time where I'm like going to be playing the game on a different schedule where I'm working right my nine to five and then so I either play before that or after that but I think part of me is the reason I'm like so into the idea of playing at lunch for my lunch break Mm -hmm. is that that's kind of just what I did in college I would open up New Leaf and play during my lunch break right yeah because it was in the middle of the day so (laughs) yeah this is going to be it's going to be interesting because my worry is that one day is going to be busy and I'm just going to not be able to play and I'm going to be so disappointed in missing a day. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my biggest fear right now <laughs> of just <laughs> missing a, one day in Animal Crossing. Um, I'd be tempted to time travel. I would, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but I'd be tempted. Um well. But yeah, that I guess that's one of my goal. Uh, why I also aim to just like take a lunch break, take some time with Animal Crossing. Don't miss a day. <laughs> yes, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, so I'm just trying to increase my chances of playing every single day for right, the rest right. <laughs> of however many days. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, I guess our lives are just different now. It's been a long wait for Animal Crossing. It's going to be seven years come this November for Japan. Mm-hmm. And or actually, how many years is it at right now? 2013, yep. 2018 marked five years. So we're going to be coming up on six years in right. June. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so they're kids who played their first Animal Crossing game in junior high, have since graduated high school, like they finished junior high, finished mm-hmm. high school, and now th- there hasn't been an Animal Crossing game in that time. <laughs> that Those are some huge life changes. Like people are going to be running into this game in a very different spot than the last game. That's true. You know, if... There's a there's potential for the development team to be thinking about that in implementing changes into the game that make it more accessible at any time, more ordinances. Maybe you could even have two at the same time, things like that. Yeah, it'd be really nice to like live in a city with like a train too, so you could play on the train. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, having those ordinances, like having two of them. For example, I played majority of the time with the Bell Boom ordinance, so I can make tons Ooh. of money. <laughs> nice. Um, but now I'm just like, you know, the Night Owl ordinance would not be that bad. Um, but it, also you get to the point where you're like, oh, the Perfect Town ordinance, that saves me yes. just a lot of time on 
um, watering all of my flowers, which I always have tons of. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's crazy. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> um, but it would be nice to, like, be able to stack ordinances or, you know, as maybe you can gain some sort of experience points or prestige or something right. like that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, we can now afford to have two ordinances. Like, our town <laughs> has grown this much and... We're great. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, did you have anything else to say about the, where this Animal Crossing game is going to find us in life? Just, you know, looking forward to it. We're, we're going to make things work. Um, you know, we're going to make work work around Animal Crossing. <laughs> At least that's how I see it. To, to the point <laughs> where, where I'm taking my vacation just for this game. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, that's true. That You're going to have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and close out the show with our Haken's Villager Corner. And for those who don't know, Haken's Villager Corner is I ask a question to our patrons on Patreon, and they get to answer and get their ideas heard. So today's question was pretty open-ended. I went with... What is something you look forward to doing in Animal Cro- in the next Animal Crossing game? Um, so, Sergio, did you have anything that you were looking forward to doing in the game? Yeah, and, and it's a bit it's a bit simplistic, but it's it's the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, I'm looking forward to starting from scratch again. You know, you start with nothing, and you start getting things, and they're not what you plan them to be in your grand scheme, your final town, your final home, but you're getting there and you have to start somewhere. So just starting from basically nothing, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's starting from scratch and building a new town right from the beginning. It's that's, that's what Animal Crossing is, but that's what I'm looking forward to the most. That is awesome. Uh, because I love that aspect of Animal Crossing, like having nothing at the very beginning and then all of a sudden, being amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Yeah. And it makes me think of, I, I kind of, what uh, one thing that's really unique to Animal Crossing population growing is just like when you first start the game, the first time ever, KK Slider greets you and kind of gives you something to look forward to. Like you don't, you don't know anything about this game, but he just kind of explains it. Like how every kid feels where there are all these rules that you have to follow. You don't own anything. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, man, having your own place, moving out, doing your thing. It's pretty rad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like starting from nothing in that point, like it reminds me of that where you're just like you're going out for the first time living on your own. And then, yeah, eventually you find yourself somewhere else <laughs> and you're yeah. doing great. You're doing just fine. Um yeah, I guess what I'm looking forward to is really, I just want to start collecting things. I was thinking about the the medals that we got in Animal Crossing New Leaf. And one of them is, of course, collecting all of the different items, like the furniture items. And once you have, I think, 80% of them, you get the gold medal. <laughs> yes. I worked at that for so long. I, I got the gold <laughs> one. But it was just so much fun for me to cross off like a checklist of things and just kind of have a goal that I'm going toward of collecting every single item that I possibly can. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Just collecting all Ooh. of the new things in the game or everything that I've already had again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, so let's get into these answers. Uh, we'll go back and forth. I guess I'll start with Emily with one Y or Cookie, her favorite character. <laughs> and she says, I'm really looking forward to playing island games with some friends. I have such nostalgic memories of doing that in New Leaf. I hope they add some new ones. And yeah, we don't even know if the island is coming back. It, it's amazing how many things we don't know. <laughs> but... This is like a big feature that really opened up how much you could do with people when you played the game. And so, yeah, I wonder how they're going to do that. Because obviously we've seen that the Animal Crossing team likes mini games. They wouldn't have made Amiibo Festival if they didn't like thinking of right. like mini games. Um, of course, it could always they could be really good or they could be. <laughs> I don't know. There's some misses on Amiibo Festival. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it, it just gives us more to do with our friends when we play with them. Yeah, definitely. Maybe they could go as far as making it eight player, multiplayer, at least for the mini games. Yeah. And you know what? One of the things uh, you totally just reminded me, I feel like this may be the first Animal Crossing with like split screen multiplayer oh, where yes. two people can play at once because that's the Joy-Con. That's their thing. Like you share the joy. <laughs> so I think it'd be interesting to see that in a town. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I think mini games are a sure comeback. Just the, the implementation is what it's sort of the mystery. Yeah, definitely. The next answer is by Borgiro, and he says, I want to be major on a whole new level. No more Isabel telling me what I can or cannot do. I want to take the wheel and really develop my town into my dream town. And I want Isabel to have at least one day off a week so we can hang out. She works too hard. That is true. <laughs> that is definitely true. Isabel needs to have at least one day off and, and you should be able to, to hang out with her. She has her own place either in the town or, or somewhere near the city. But yeah, she, she's been working too hard. Yeah, it would be pretty nice to see them. Uh, you know, okay, we, I feel like a lot of the special characters are always like mysterious. They're always busy. They're <laughs> always doing what they need to do. And you never see them outside of that element except until the welcome amiibo update where you can see them in the campers and that sort of thing um it'd be interesting like if we got to see like a section of the town where they lived and we can go and visit them on their day off Ooh, like i'm adding to this idea so like if isabel's off for the day and you want to go hang out with her go to her house like what if her house existed in the game like there was some place <laughs> i don't know i think that'd be awesome yeah yeah, and if Tom Nook, he's he's a workaholic. He's going to work every day. But yes. when he's not, <laughs> if he ever takes that one day a year off, <laughs> you could go visit his house, and that would be cool. It, like, we even saw Rossetti, like, kind of in the Reset Center in City oh, Pool. Oh, yeah. And even down in the, when you would build the Reset Center in New Leaf, you could see mm -hmm. him kind of, like, where he hangs out and does his thing. I think it's fun to get a glimpse into their lives. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so Grizzly Nina says, Because we all just spent such a fun Saturday together for the 1K livestream extravaganza, I have to say I am most excited to play online with all the Hakenites. I can't wait <laughs> to see how online interaction will change. Oh, and the intro. Love seeing maps generated at the beginning. <laughs> um, uh -huh. Yeah, this is a good point. Like, 
we got to play some New Leaf with people, and Grizzly Nina was saving our butts in one of the island games. <laughs> she <laughs> yes. did all the work. Um, but yeah, it'd be really great to do live streams and be able to play with everybody during them. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, there's so many players that no matter how much we play, there's so much, there's always going to be somebody new to play. So that that's definitely part of the the exciting thing to look forward to. <laughs> the next answer is by Emily Anderson, another Emily. <laughs> A new Emily. We've got so many now. <laughs> yeah. So she says, playing on Halloween. I moved to a new state this year, and I am living in an apartment for the first time, and I know I won't get any trick-or-treaters, so I plan on celebrating on Animal Crossing Switch. If it's not out yet, I don't think I'll be able to force myself to play newly for a sixth Halloween, so I'm going to lay on my floor and wait for a sweet embrace of death to claim me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Emily, I think if the game is not out by Halloween, at least we're going to know the date. So so we will know how much we need to wait for that. Yeah, and th that is a good point. Like, we are playing these holidays for the sixth time, and <laughs> it's going to be crazy to do that, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, that that's a lot of times to go through the same Halloween routine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dragonflame323 says... I'm excited to play a new Animal Crossing from the very beginning with full understanding of how you're supposed to play an Animal Crossing game. New Leaf was very much a learning process for me and just uh, for me just trying to understand what this series was all about. I did not feel like I really got into the flow of the game, its inherent routines and special events until maybe one or two years in. Now, I can take everything I've learned from there and put that towards working harder to become an even better mayor or whatever will end up being than ever before right from the get-go. And that's true too. Like, um, yeah. for a lot of players, New Leaf was their first game. And so they didn't really know that this game is, it's just like a part of your regular everyday life. It's not right. like, it's not like you're trying to do certain things at one time. It's just, you just do whatever. And so <laughs> I think it's good to go into it and understand that, like, like you were saying earlier, if you miss something one season, you just wait a year and then that's yeah. what, that, that's just <laughs> it. <laughs> um, yep. So yeah, it's just about going with the flow living that life and making all the bells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, if if that's the case and New Leaf was your first game, then on the next one, on, on the Animal Crossing Switch, you're going to appreciate the changes even more, I think. So that that's that's awesome. Yeah. The next answer is by Tap, and they say, playing online with everyone. I'm also looking forward to the experience of starting a new town. It's so much fun to see what villagers are waiting for you when you arrive in your new town and to decide where your house will go. That's true. I, I hope <laughs> there's so many villagers to begin with and just seeing who you get and, and, and you know, where, who, where, where are you going to live and who's going to be close to you. Oh, the freshness of a new town. It's amazing. Yeah, it just feels so good to not know anything. And I, I keep thinking of how I'm going to handle my first opening up of this game because part of me is thinking like I kind of just want to restart a lot on the first day like I did with New Leaf and get an idea of what types of landscapes you can get what types of features if they're cliffs again do you get like cool looking cliffs are there splits in the rivers and 
you know, all those little things. Um, so I kind of want to, I'm leaning toward just like restarting a town on the first mm-hmm. day, just over and over to see all the differences. <laughs> nice. Um, so Cheryl Jones or Jeslyn from Discord says, I hope that there is more exploration in the game. If not a vast open world, then at least bigger than New Leaf. With a lot more activities, it'll be fun to play online with Haken peeps and see how their towns develop. And of course, I love the catalog completion collecting aspect. That's exactly what I was saying. I love cataloging (laughs) things. And that, I can't wait to have a nice fresh sheet to go and fill all my (laughs) check marks in. We've got to get a guide. Uh, Wait. We can't anymore because Prima's done, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are we going to do? <laughs> oh, that's so sad. It um, could be the ultimate spreadsheet. Yeah, that's true. We got to make us. <laughs> we'll make our own spreadsheet. <laughs> It'll be hard to organize it all because <laughs> there's so right. many items. Um, but yeah, also, like, we need a big map in this game. I agree. Yes. And the exploration thing I would love, like, I'm still a big fan of, like, oh, if there's this area that's like, oh, this cool forest where you can collect more mushrooms or this cave where you can collect more ores. I would love that. Like, some little dungeon crawling aspect that lets you explore someplace oh. a little more yeah yeah definitely <laughs> next answer is by alex or Co- coconut from the discord and he says trying to think out of the box here i'm really looking forward to playing on my tv having to step out away for the tv for whatever reason and then actually being able to take it with me almost two years into the switch's lifespan i sometimes take for granted how amazing it is that i can do that and with a slow-paced game like animal crossing where ideal controls or grips won't be that important, I'm just really, really looking forward to switching. And <laughs> Alex, that is so true. I, I always forget that too. And when, whenever I have to step out and actually take my Switch, I feel like I'm in those commercials where Nintendo sort of highlights that you can do that. And it's true. You can. And we're going to be able to for Animal Crossing. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. And I think I like that thinking out of the box is just thinking about it in the box, like the TV box. (laughs) But anyways, no, I do really like that we're going to have an Animal Crossing that embraces both the TV and the handheld. Because the handheld versions of Animal Crossing have just sold way better than any other Animal Crossing game. Um, both Wild World and New Leaf are the best sellers for Animal Crossing. And so I think a lot of people connect to the games on that level. But for people like me who played GameCube first, and it's nice to see it come home to a TV screen. Because it's been... 2008 was when City Folk came out, and that was the last one that was on a TV screen, for example. Um, You went out of your way to... Of course, get your um, 3DS modded so you can play on your TV. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like it it just feels like a really great game to play both ways. Yes, definitely. So so you'll get like this really big, beautiful experience on the TV and then you can just take it with you when you got to go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's great. So Sarah says, beyond all of the new features I'd love to have in the game, I can't wait to play online with everyone and explore each other's towns. It'll be so much fun getting to play with everyone from the Discord. And yeah, just like Grizzly Nina was saying, like, we're going to be able to see how everybody's doing their own thing in the town. And I have a feeling that we're going to get a lot more control over the exterior of our town. So 
I think we're going to see some really unique things from everybody when we finally play together. Yeah, and you know what? It's going to be so much fun deciding who, okay, who are we going to visit this time? There's going to be so many people playing and, you know, we're going to be taking turns. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have Emily with two E's and she says, designing everything. I love making patterns, arranging rooms, and doing public works projects. This new game is going to have the most options Animal Crossing has ever had. It's going to be epic. Also, I very much enjoy catching bugs, so I'm very excited to see all the new bugs they've added. That's true, and you know what I'm thinking? I hope they kind of make them a little bit faster, like harder to catch. Oh yeah, that's true. And I there I feel like there's always new stuff to think about. Like I constantly forget, oh yeah, we're getting a new game. That means they're going to give us new bugs to catch, new fish to catch, yeah. all these new things to find. And so yeah, it'd be fun to see like the challenge go up too because the the I don't know, the the Switch, they I feel like Nintendo said they're planning on a long lifespan for this console. And so we need an Animal Crossing game that can last that long lifespan, you know? Right. So, yeah, I, I'd be excited to see any way they do that. Yep. Um, so Cesar says, I want to be able to have more meaningful interactions with my villagers. I'm not thinking about anything radical. I just want to give them clothes or furniture in the same way they do to me. And yeah, you know, that's a good point. Like it's nice, it'd be nice to be able to talk to somebody and every once in a while you get that option to like give them a gift, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I want to see interactions with villagers definitely get better because, you know, after a while you start to see the same dialogue over and over and you're just like, come on, give me something new. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I get it. <laughs> Um, oh, I guess this one keeps going. I totally did not read the whole thing. <laughs> I would smother my faves with presents and cute shirts. Oh, see, there we go. And sell the others useless <laughs> uh, items as uh, at outrageously high prices. Villagers should be able to wear hats just like in Happy Home Designer and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yes. I agree with Cyborg Jiro. Isabel and all these special characters should have at least half a day off every week. I also imagine them strolling around town on holidays, giving us the chance to get to know them better and bury them in in, in gifts, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I love these ideas. Um, I definitely, I do want my characters to wear hats and shoes and pants and they should be able to wear all the clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, the, the, the idea of having the special characters having days off, that is so awesome because then it could open the possibility of either regular villagers being in the store or running town or just basically doing the tasks that the special characters do. And also you as the major, you could start taking into more roles, more jobs. Yeah, I definitely want more roles <laughs> and more jobs, just more stuff to do. Like I said, we need this game right. to last a long time. So I'm open to it. <laughs> right, right. And our last answer for this week is by Jam. And the answer is, I am most excited about the beautiful graphics and music that I'm expecting. Animal Crossing is so aesthetically pleasing, so I'm really looking forward to all the new art that we will get. The music is such an important part of the game, and adds to the cozy feelings and atmosphere of the game. 
That's, uh, that's very true. And I think a big part of playing on the, on the TV is you're able to, to have a better musical experience. You have your sound system and it just brings it all together, I think. It's in, we still have the convenience, like, like we said, of taking it with you whenever you need to. Yeah. And I think I've got to say this is probably one of the biggest things for me, too. I want to see this game. Ever since we saw that Animal Crossing racetrack in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I was just like, imagine what <laughs> they could do with an HD Animal Crossing. That's not Amiibo Festival. Right. <laughs> uh, they, they could do so much with it. It's just going to look so good. And that's why I'm... I'm so impatient for this trailer. Like, I need to see this trailer and see what they're working with, see what they're showing us, see what we're going to be playing. I, yeah, it's going to be amazing. So I think that's one of the biggest things for me, for sure. Just seeing how this game looks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, please join the Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join, and you don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes. If you do want to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. For just a dollar, you can support our show and get tons of cool things. You can see our current goals to improve the show and our content. We try to really make it worth it because we appreciate your support and if you're watching or listening on youtube please leave a comment about um, what you look forward to doing in animal crossing switch and please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening it helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow and once again thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week goodbye everybody <laughs>